Dann kommen wir zu einem neuen Thema heute. Ähm, Vergangenheit, Past Tense. So let's talk about a new topic today, Past Tense. However, there are two Past Tenses in German, which basically mean the same. So one, uh, the one that's usually used for verbs is called perfect. And the other one, uh, which is only used for some special verbs, um, and which we will start with today, is called preteritum. Um, in some grammar books you will also find imperfect. So these two are the two basic um, past tense forms in German. Of course, like in English, there's a, let's call it pre-past as well, but uh, just the simple past um, is what we start with. Um, so, um, yeah, as I said, the, these two tenses really most of the time, I only know two examples where it's not the case, but basically they, they mean the same. Um, if you want to be very precise, you could say um, preteritum is really the past tense and perfect just describes things that, or actions that have been completed, but that comes down to the same result, so they mean the same in uh, real life. But as a linguist, you would make that distinction. And then there are like two verbs that really uh, mean something different, depending on which you, you use. But um, that's really special. So let's, let's just say they are the same. And uh, you will learn perfect in A12. And we will start with preteritum for two very, very frequent verbs today, which is probably why we use them in preteritum, because they are so frequent. Um, maybe also because it sounds a bit weird if you use them in perfect, because the forms are pretty similar. However, so the most important verbs are of course sein, to be, and haben, to have. Let's do the revision of how to conjugate them in present tense, which you learned so far. So what is sein? Ich, ich bin, du bist, er, sie, es ist, wir sind, ihr seid und sie, sie sind. So that's the present tense, presence. Yeah, that's what you learned so far. So let's take a look at what happens um, if you use this verb in past tense, more precisely in preteritum. So it turns to ich war. Maybe it helps if you uh, compare that to English, I was. 
at least two letters are the same. Du warst. Um, you know the st, the ending st from the present tense. So that's a little help here. And then you have war as for ich. So maybe that helps you memorize it. Then for er, sie, es, you have war. So it's the same as ich. And for the plural, we have wir waren, ihr wart, und sie, sie waren. So the endings are nearly the same as in present tense. Only difference is that ich and er, sie, es don't have an ending. So in present tense, you would expect an E here. So ich fahre, but that doesn't happen. And you would expect a T here, but you don't have that. So ich war, er, sie, es war, without an ending. And the other endings, ST, EN, T and EN, are similar to present tense. Then let's take a look at haben. Let's first revise the forms in present tense. So that's ich habe, du hast, er, sie, es, hat. Plural, wir haben, ihr habt und sie, sie haben. Now in the past tense, or as I said, more precisely, preteritum, that turns to ich hatte, du hattest, er, sie, es hatte, wir hatten, ihr hattet und sie, sie hatten. So, basically, the B changes to a double T. So the long A in habe turns to a short A in hatte. That's why we use a double T. So maybe you remember our very, very first lesson um, where, we, where we started with pronunciation. Whenever you have a double uh, consonant in German, it means that the vowel before is a short vowel. So that's why we write hatte with two T or double T. And again, you have the same endings as in present tense, ST, EN, T, EN. And the only difference is that you don't have an ending for Ich and as yes. You could also interpret it uh, another way and say, okay, the E is the ending here. And, but then you would have to interpret that E as an ending as well. Um, in grammar books, um, 
or in the yeah, linguists would say that's just the stem of the, the, the preteritum stem of the word. Um, but if you, if you prefer to call the E's, the endings here, okay. Um, what matters most is that you get it right in the end. So um, whatever explanation you like better, just use that. I prefer to say we don't have an ending here because then we have the same case as here. And so the E would be part of the stem. But if you like, just uh, interpret it as the same ending for ich and SES, which is E. Um, so yeah, as I said, that's the first two past tense forms that you learn. Um, anything else to add? No. Do you have questions? Just to um, sum it up, um, as I said, there's another past tense which is usually used or which you will use for mm, nearly all other verbs. But for sein and haben, it's usual to use the so-called preteritum or imperfect. Um, so the bad thing about that is that you need to learn a, a specific form. And especially for sein, it doesn't have anything to do with the, um, with the infinitive. For haben, at least, it does have the ha. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, for these two verbs, it's, it's not too much of an effort to just memorize these forms. And as I said, they are very frequent, and that helps as well. So in English, that would be I had, you had, he, she, it, had, we had, you had, and they had, or you had, if it's the formal you. And for these forms, it would be I was, you were, he was, we were, uh, you were, they were. So the past tense of to be and to have, sein und haben. Okay, so let's 